We're not talking movies, sports, or video games today. Today, we're talking finance. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Do-do-do-do. Greetings once again. It is I, your friend, Positive Sean. Uh, On the One More Thing podcast, Jack and Joe have gotten their weekends underway. Shout out to them. Uh, And it's me uh, standing on their corner, kicking them off the block. Uh, Just uh, holding down the fort, as it were. And, uh, you know, I've gotten several requests uh, from people via the Twitter machine, uh, at Positive Sean on Twitter, if uh, you are uh, among those that have have not been following my, my hilarious asides. Uh, that they would uh, be interested in hearing me talk a little bit about uh, investing uh, the Positive Sean portfolio, a.k.a. the PSP. Um, so I think I'm going to take one of these a month and just kind of talk about my learning about investing and finance and uh, the markets at large and just kind of, you know, my thoughts on on how I'm going and, and uh, yeah, just kind of take it from there. I think that'll be a fun use. It is something that I've... Uh, I was really not prepared for how much I would enjoy the investing life. Um, not the life, but just investing as kind of a hobby, right? It's uh, It was surprising to me that uh, a lot of the – well, let me back up a minute. I used to play a ton of fantasy sports. Uh, you know, I was the guy that was in, you know, six to ten leagues per year. Um, all, all sorts, yeah, I was, I was big into that back when I was working in, in sports talk radio. And a lot of the muscles that I developed – playing fantasy sports are the same ones that get exercised when I'm doing research on uh, stocks and investing, right? It's uh, um, a lot of it's looking at spreadsheets, trying to find uh, value, right? Who who do I think is better than the people, uh, the rest of the people in my league think is better to where, you know, finding the value instead of yards per catch, it's earnings per share, right? I'm not worried about QBs. I'm worried about CEOs. Um, so while not exactly identical, there are a lot of parallels into the uh, the muscles that I developed playing fantasy sports that have, have served me quite well um, in, in investing. Uh, I, I am coming to you currently. Uh, uh, at some point, I'm just going to kind of go through my portfolio and, and just be transparent about you know what I own um, and uh, what the PSP actually looks like. Um, I am currently up somewhere in the neighborhood of, I don't know, 22% or so since I started investing, um, what was this? Probably about a year and a half ago, give or take, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, uh, the, the thing that finally dropped for, for me to, uh, the, the last barrier to entry for me at least was, uh, commission free trading. As soon as commission free trading kind of became the industry standard, I was able to, uh, begin investing because before that, you, you know, the cheapest thing to do was your your e trade, uh, ten dollars per trade uh, thing. And if I were moving, you know, thousands of dollars per trade and only you know buying a couple times, right? Like that's 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 a fine way to invest. But that's not how I was able to invest. I'm squirreling away a little bit of money every paycheck. Um, you know, when I have enough for for a, a share or two, I buy a share or two, right? A lot of my purchases are single shares at a time um, that I build uh, over the course of you know the the year. Essentially, as as more money comes in, I squirrel away a little bit more. Look for good uh, entry points, usually buying on down days. I did a little shopping yesterday when the market kind of took a big hit. Um, And so I try to find good entry points. Uh, I'm not trying to time the markets per se, uh, but just trying to find good entry points for solid companies that I'm 
uh, perfectly comfortable holding for three to five years is kind of a minimum uh, baseline is is where I uh, that's the strategy that I'm running. I am very much an investor. I am not a trader. I'm not trying to uh, get into a stock and then get out and then get back in when it's cheaper. Um, that, that just creates many more possible points of failure for somebody like a, a novice uh, like me uh, to mess up. So I'm, I'm, I'm playing a, a very simple strategy of buying good companies and holding on to them and uh, letting you know the, the economy do the rest of the work for me. Um, so uh, I think today I'll just kind of go over a baseline of the – the stocks that I own in my portfolio. Um, I'll just start at the the top. I, I won't go into how much I own of each, but these are in order of uh, weighting in my in my portfolio. I'll, I'll share a couple sentences on each one as I as I go through. Uh, I think there's about two dozen different companies that I am a I am an owner in, which is still a funny thing to say. Owner of owner in I, I don't know. Uh, so first up, uh, AT and T. Um, now, this was largely just a dividend play. Um, AT&T has got right around a 6% uh, yield on it. Um, uh, early on in my investing, I was I didn't have a lot of dividends, so I started looking for dividend plays. AT&T, uh, it's, you know, a, it's, a, it's a strong company. It's been around for a long time. I don't think their dividend is in danger uh, in any time soon. Um, and uh, they, are, they are also... Uh, I'm a big believer in 5G. I think 5G is going to change a lot of things, and uh, so they're kind of a, it's a it's a dividend play slash 5G play. Um, uh, we'll get into one. Uh, I have a single ETF that I'm currently uh, invested in through the the PSP, uh, which is kind of completes the rest of my 5G play. I'll, I'll cover that as I get to it. So uh, so AT and T second on the list. We got Disney. Uh, Disney was, uh, you know, this was a lot of just me believing in the Disney Plus app. My theory being that there wasn't a family uh, in in America, possibly even the world, that, you know, you, you got young kids. You, it's probably in your streaming budget to have the Disney Plus app. Um, oh, I guess I could I could tell you uh, if I'm up or down on these positions so far. That probably makes sense, too. So AT&T, I'm currently down about 7% on that. Um uh, Disney, I am currently up 6%, and that's actually getting close again to where I might start thinking of doing a little shopping again. That uh, The closer it gets to 100, the, the more likely I am to maybe add a little bit to my Disney holdings. Uh, very confident in that one. I think it's, a, again, it's a safe play to hold long term. like that one quite a bit. Uh, advanced Micro Devices. Now, this is a computer chip manufacturer. They make graphic cards and CPUs. Um, uh, I have several of these. I have kind of a, a, a semiconductor basket, uh, which is a, an investing approach that I have uh, picked up from, from some of the people that I uh, listen to, mainly the, the Motley Fool people. Uh, Jason Moser, we've had him on the show a couple times. He's, he was the one who kind of introduced me to this. Create your own little basket. Find a sector that you like. Pick two or three companies that you like into it. And now you got, got, you got yourself a little investing basket. So AMD, and this was actually the very first stock that i bought when i opened up my account it was the the very first one that i got uh, i am up 119 uh, percent on that one um next up on the list is paypal um i'm up 45 uh, percent on paypal uh i i just think peer-to-peer -peer payments uh the non-cash transactions i think are, are only going to be going up 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 i think this uh, the coronavirus covid thing is I think it will only accelerate people looking to not use cash, as we all know that cash is filthy. 
next up on the list is DocuSign. Uh, I am up 202% on DocuSign. This is the only stock that has surpassed the 200% barrier. Um, uh, so I'm thrilled with it. I love DocuSign. I would love to own more, but I got to figure out how to get past the mental block of buying more of a stock that's already up 200%. Uh, but I, I, I think it's uh, <laughs> I think electronic document signing is going to become ubiquitous, and uh, and you know I, I, I think it's got a good future. So I'm I'm, I'm in on DocuSign up 200%. Uh, Square the. <clears throat> The Square app, uh, Square Cash is another kind of uh, PayPal-esque peer-to-peer payments thing. And then the Square app, is uh, it helps small businesses. You know, the little iPhone card, credit card swiper thing, that's Square. Um, so it's uh, that's part of my PayPal kind of basket, right? I think there's a lot of parallels between Square and PayPal. Uh, and I, I kind of just uh, split up my, my anti-cash basket between those two. Uh, up 20% on Square. Um, next up, Zoom video communications. Uh, and everybody knows what Zoom is now. People have been Zooming all over the place, Zooming to work, Zooming to school. Uh, I'm up uh, 155% on Zoom. Uh, next up on the list is uh, the first of a couple video game stocks. I got a video game basket. Of course I do because I am positive, Sean. Uh, Activision Blizzard is up 6%. Um, this was one of the... First ones that I learned about, uh, just you got to hold on through the tough times sometimes. Early on when I bought this, it almost immediately tanked as they did not have uh, a good um, uh, showcase uh, the year that I that I was buying it um, at their electronics arts, their E3 convention thing. It, it, they kind of landed with a dud among several other things that happened. This stock was down quite a bit for quite a long time. And so it's weird to be thrilled to see that actually in the green up 6%. Twilio is a company not a lot of you may know about, but they are the thing. Um, let's see, what's the best way to describe Twilio? Uh, so they are the engine behind push notifications on apps. So when you use, right? So when you when you call an Uber for for instance, and uh, the the Uber when it's uh, you know around the block, you get that push notification on your phone. Hey, Uber's just right around the corner. Uh, Twilio is the company that makes that happen. I don't know a ton. Uh, more beyond that, other than they are, they are a, a thing that they are a company that works with apps to make um, uh, the user experience that much better. Um, Twilio, I am currently up forty eight percent on Twilio. Uh, hold on, I'm I'm just taking a look at their their page here, see if there's uh, something their company does that I didn't really uh, explain properly. Just scanning here. Provides cloud communications platform that are now able to blah, 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 interfaces that handle. Okay, yeah. So they essentially help apps run the way that they're supposed to, uh, is, I think is a, a fair summary of Twilio. Um, Okta. I don't know. Okta? O-K-T-A is the name of the company. I'm pretty sure it's just pronounced Okta. Um, uh, I am up 38% on this one. They are uh, a cybersecurity play. I, uh, I am getting a basket of cybersecurity stocks. Uh, the, the shopping that I did yesterday was actually, uh, I'll get to that one a little bit later, but that was the third um, addition to my uh, cybersecurity stocks basket. Uh, this is, these, the cybersecurity companies are ones that I'm, uh, I think the future of, uh, this is this sounds dramatic, but I think the future of war is cyber war and uh, cybersecurity and cloud-based security and you know user endpoint and all the various ways that people need to be able to protect themselves digitally. I think it's just going to become a bigger and bigger thing. And my silly thinking is that these are going to be kind of the new defense stocks at some point in the future. How long in the future? I don't know. I'm not a wizard. Uh, next up, Nvidia. 
NVIDIA, I am up 106%. Uh, this is another semiconductor stock like the AMD. They also have some uh, AI, um, artificial intelligence stuff that goes on, but they are largely a, uh, a tech kind of semiconductor company. Uh, big fan of NVIDIA. Um, uh, their their products are uh, really, really top-notch um, if you're into the graphics cards. Um, next up, we have Apple. Uh, you guys know about the Apple, right? The, uh, the, the computer company, not the fruit. Um, I'm up 68% on Apple. Uh, I think you guys all know Apple. Uh, next up on my list is Teladoc. I am up 50% on Teladoc. Now, Teladoc is the thing that it's, it's Zoom for doctors, I think is, is a good shorthand for it. But it's a way to uh, interact with healthcare professionals without needing to see them in person. Once again, I feel like uh, this was something I was interested in before the whole COVID thing. I think this is, uh, that has just been an accelerator for this industry. And Teladoc, I, I think, is... At least it was at one time. It might still only be the only publicly traded uh, telehealth company. Uh, Nintendo, I own, uh, is the next one up on the list. I am up 42% on Nintendo. Uh, similar to Activision, that is uh, another addition to my uh, video game basket. Um, and also similar to Activision, the reason why I chose those ones... Uh, in particular are because they own their IP. Uh, I think the IP wars and content wars and streaming things, I think having the owning the rights to your intellectual property um, is a is a good place uh, in my mind that you want to be in compared to like an electronic arts uh, where they play they make like the Madden games, right? They have to pay the NFL for the rights to use their content to make a video game. Um, so I, I like the video game companies that also own their own intellectual property, uh, as I feel like that gives them a leg up for uh, various uh, revenue streams. Uh, next up on the, uh, I'm up 42%. I don't know if I said that about Nintendo. Next up is Salesforce. Um, Salesforce is a thing that helps companies. Um, uh, 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 kind of a parallel in the uh, work day, um, your Microsoft office, right? They are, they are a thing that helps uh, employees kind of do a lot of the, the, the online HR resource management sort of things. Um, Salesforce, uh, Mark Benioff, the CEO of Salesforce, I think is a fascinating individual. Uh, I'm investing almost as much in him as I am in the company. I just, uh, I find him really interesting and I, I like a lot of the things he says. Next up, McCormick, the spice company. That's right. Um, this was a, this is this is just kind of a safety. This is another dividend play, a solid dividend on McCormick. Um, I'm up 37. Uh, percent This was actually one that I bought recently uh, during the when the the, the full on market kind of crash that happened a little after the the coronavirus stuff hit. Um, when all the when it was really bad not too long ago, I, I thought this one got kind of caught up in the wash. Their business model didn't necessarily change, if any. And uh, it was a company that I that was on my watch list for a long time. So when it dipped down into the uh, into the I think it was in the one twenty somewhere in, around there is when I jumped in on on McCormick. Uh, currently up thirty seven percent on that one. Take two interactive, uh, another one of my video game baskets. Um, now they have uh, their. Uh, the 2K, right, NBA 2K um, is their thing that kind of goes counter to what I was talking about with my previous video game stocks. They don't own their own IP. Um, but the uh, Take-Two, the, the real reason I, I invested in Take-Two is because they are the company that owns Rockstar Games. Uh, Rockstar makes the Grand Theft Autos, uh, your Red Dead Redemptions, um, just a top-notch video game company in terms of the quality of games they put out. I wanted to be in the Rockstar business, so I invested in Take-Two. That's really all there is on that one. Uh, oh, I'm up 20% on Take-Two. 
Uh, next up, Intel. Uh, Intel is another, it's the third and final of my semiconductor basket. Um, I'm up uh, 18% on Intel. Uh, but yeah, that was mainly just a way to round out um, my semiconductor basket. Uh, AMD, NVIDIA, Intel. That's what that is. Uh, next up is Walmart, up 10% on Walmart. Um, uh, a safe, long-term kind of dividend play, right? This is very similar to the McCormick uh, position. Um, not as similar to the AT&T one because the AT&T kind of has some 5G and streaming um, exposure as well with their owning of the uh, HBO. But uh, but yeah, Walmart was just kind of a, a dividend safe thing. Um, so that's that's my Walmart uh, position up 10% on that. Uh, Zscaler is another of the cybersecurity things. Uh, cybersecurity basket up 30% on Zscaler. Um, now, uh, other than the small down on 18 T at the start, these have all been in the green. I'm sounding like a genius. Uh, I, I picked a good time to tell you how my positions were doing. If this was a, a little while ago, it would have been much uh, uglier, but now we're going to get into some of the things that, uh, some of the, the laggards. Um, so, uh, stitch fix. Uh, now this is a subscription clothing apparel company, right? They, uh, one of these companies, they send you a box of clothes every month. Uh, you, you, you keep what you want, you send back what you don't. And, uh, and that's essentially their business model. I'm down about uh, 9.5% on that. I'll, we'll just call it 10. Down 10% on, on Stitch Fix. Um, CrowdStrike. This is, the, this is the thing I did some shopping on yesterday. And it uh, looks like a, oh, it's down uh, about 2.5%. Probably going to add another. Actually, when this is over, I might add another share as, as we speak. But CrowdStrike, another of the, uh, the, the cybersecurity things. This is my third entry in my cybersecurity basket. I don't know if I'll be looking for a fourth. I'm pretty happy with the three that I have, um, especially once I add another share of CrowdStrike there. That, that might be uh, a good place to be. Um, so down 2% on that one. Uh, next up is uh, Slack. Um, this is a, an app that is, uh, used for a lot of companies, kind of, um, mass texting. It's a, it's an app that it's a, it's a, it's a work thing. It's a, it's, it's one of these things that benefited from the stay at home economy. I feel, uh, up 8% on Slack. Oh man, this is already going long. I, I'm going to, I'm going to lightning round through it through these last several. Um, next up on the list, uh, Remark Holdings. This is this is by far my my most speculative stock. I am down about twenty six percent on this. Um, I have no problem adding to this uh, again a little bit more if it continues to drop. But I'm pretty happy with my position as it as it stands. If it drops significantly, I'll do more. They make thermal cameras. They, this is my play on. I think uh, thermal cameras are going to be kind of industry standard at a lot of theme parks, casinos, sporting events. Um, hotels, a lot of concerts, mass gathering sort of things. I think these thermal cameras are going to become a thing. This company's based in Las Vegas. Rumor has it they, they've got uh, some deals with various casinos, etc., etc. Uh, so, yeah, uh, kind of a big speculation swing on that one. Next up is Zynga. Zynga, I'm up 40%. This is the final of my uh, video game um, uh, basket stocks Zynga uh, exclusively uh, mobile games they are the uh, uh, mobile game provider um, most famous game is probably the words with friends game um, so yeah uh, I'm a uh, owner of Zynga and I'm up 40% on that um, now here's my one ETF um, it's the uh, Fidelity Covington uh, MSCI something something it's essentially this is my I, I my the rest of my 5g play is kind of tied up into this ETF uh, it's that's another uh, it's similar to a mutual fund I'm not sure what level of investors I'm talking to here but so this is I put money in and they kind of it's uh, diversification for dummies I put money in the ETF they spread it out over a bunch of different companies uh, 
Um, I'm up about 12% on that one. But that's largely just 5G play. I wasn't sure who I really wanted to back, so I started a, a position in an in, in ETF, and I figured I'd let them do the thinking for me. Next up is Turtle Beach. Uh, this is a, a small company. I'm um, up about 13%. They make uh, computer accessories, keyboards, headsets, uh, mice, that sort of thing. Um, so I, I'm, a, I'm a gamer. I invest in what you use, what you know. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, I, I got some Turtle Beach. Uh, and now, ooh, oh man, uh, oh, I'm up a uh, 13% on on Turtle Beach, and now now these are these are so I got uh, Canopy Growth Corporation. This is a Canadian pot stock. Uh, I'm down 50% on that. That uh, has not been the boom industry that I was hoping for. But again, these are all long term plays. Um, I'm fine with holding on to this one. Um, next up, we got uh, Aurora Cannabis. I'm down 81% on this one. Uh, once again, a Canadian pot company. Uh, I'm fine holding on to this one for a while. It was always uh, kind of a speculation on that industry as a whole. But my two pot stocks are by far my worst performing. Eh, not really. I got one more that, that's uh, a little down there, too. But uh, two of my three worst performing stocks are, are those. So down 81% on Aurora Cannabis. And lastly, uh, Funko, those silly little vinyl Funko pop things. I don't know. I don't know why I got into this company, but I did. And I'm down about 68%. I'm just going to call it 69% so I can say nice. And uh, yeah, I'm down on that one. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens with that. That's on the short list of things that I may just uh, cash out in on a loss. Um, um, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm also not terribly concerned with the, the money I have tied up in there. I'll probably just let that one uh, run for a while before I make any long-term decisions on it. I got a little bit of cash uh, left in the hopper on the sidelines, uh, just waiting to make a move, looking for a good time. But but yeah, so that's that's just kind of a, a quick look at the Positive Sean portfolio. I'll be trying to do this about once a month, just kind of give updates on you know any recent things that I any moves that I made, where my head's at. I really enjoy talking about uh, investing. I hope you guys enjoy listening about it, listening to it as well. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll start bringing in some guests to maybe get a little expertise to balance out my my white belt noviceness. But uh, but hey, thanks for hanging out. Uh, as always, uh, until next time, have a good time. Well, I guess that's it.